0: This is Many Lamps in the Room, a podcast by and for New City Church in Vienna, Virginia. This week, Mark and I will kick off a series on spiritual disciplines with a discussion about reading the Bible. Before we get to that, however, we always like to start our podcast with a brief discussion about the catechism question from this Sunday's liturgy.
1: This week, our catechism is question 13 from the New City Catechism. Can anyone keep the law of God perfectly? Since the fall, no mere human has been able to keep the law of God perfectly, but consistently breaks it in thought, word, and deed. You can't get to
0: appreciating grace without understanding this doctrine of the total depravity, Mm. of people in their sin, and knowing that nobody is able to escape judgment because of how far they have fallen short of the demands of the law. Except with the only exception of Jesus Christ, no mere human. But once you really do get a profound sense of your sinfulness, only then can you really get in a profound gratefulness. ...of the grace that's been extended to you in in Christ's salvation. I think it's tough for kids to reach that profundity of Mm -hmm. understanding of this. And yet, they can understand it at least abstractly Mm -hmm. to some extent. And they can understand it bit by bit. You can explain and demonstrate to them that nobody's perfect. Everybody makes even little mistakes... And we're talking about mistakes not only in terms of disobedience or outright rebellion or throwing a tantrum, but also in your thoughts, also in your words. And they can understand that. They can they can get, oh, okay, yeah, I can see why all of us need a savior. Hmm. What is useful, though, is that as they grow older and as they experience more and more failure it's useful to spiral back to this doctrine Mm -hmm. and let it sink in deeper and deeper and martin luther himself said that this doctrine of total depravity is sobering and yet at the same time liberating Mm -hmm. knowing everybody is in the same boat together everybody has fallen short that you are no better than any other person, mm-hmm. and no other person is better than you, mm-hmm. and that all of us are in desperate need of God to take the initiative towards us. Mm-hmm. And I find that this, you know, as my kids get older, that this doctrine becomes so much more useful. Mm-hmm. That as they experience more of life and see more of life's unfairness Mm -hmm. and see more of life's hardship, that this doctrine helps stabilize all that for them.
1: When your students or your child or children don't listen, it's almost maddening because it's not the first time. Mm -hmm. It's probably the millionth time that you've told them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the thought, you might have the thought of like, How many times do I have to tell you? Why can't you just listen? You know, why can't you follow instruction? And you're saying all these things. If this question came to your mind in that moment, you'll realize that's me too. Yeah. This
0: is my child. They're just like me. Yeah,
1: But it's just, you know, the amount that we feel of frustration or anger. And it's just, we do the same thing to God oh, yeah. over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it's just, but the the difference or the chasm between us and God is so much larger than the chasm between our children mm. and our students. Mm. You know, they're just several years away from being where we are, mm-hmm. but it's the same struggle. And so, you know, for parents or even just anyone, as you start to if you think about this or meditate on this question or the doctrine of total depravity of man, I think you, I think it gives us or gives you a better perspective on your own sinfulness, mm. but also it might help you be a little more gracious to others mm. when they make mistakes or when they don't listen. Because yeah, we we are all, like you said, kind of on the same playing field. Yeah, it's the parable of
0: the... Of the servant whose debt was forgiven right Mm -hmm. that's a that's a good one to point out to kids i feel like a little bit of self-knowledge actually helps you know you structure your life in such a way to, to make yourself do some of the things that you find hard doing So, Mark, let's talk about reading the Bible. Yes. What is your discipline like when it comes to reading the Bible? Do you follow, like, a reading plan? Or do you have a quiet
1: time? Or, like, how do you structure it? Hmm. You know, I probably don't do it as well as I should. Mark! (laughs) Shock. (laughs) Well, I think a lot of it also comes in part because my my job is to prepare these lessons Mm. so i'm typically already reading scripture Mm. or reading doctrine or reading theology Mm. or reading christian history or something yeah so it always feels like i'm studying and so there's times more often than not where i forget about doing separate devotional or separate reading mm. because I feel like I've already been in God's word. Mm. Is there a difference between that? And I know what's interesting is for, for pastors or even in seminary, I think particularly for seminary students, it's they kind of forget mm. and it becomes a labor or it just becomes work. Mm. Where they're not actually, it's not doing anything for their own souls. Mm. And so I think, you know, that was one thing when I thought about sermons that I was writing or lessons that I was preparing. Like it would, not always, but it would move me. Mm.
0: (laughs) That sounds
1: sounds kind of, you know, like egotistical. But my own (laughs) lessons or my own sermons would move me because I would... It, it it wasn't just a studying just to do it it yeah. wasn't just work yeah but it was something that because i was kind of soaking it in and reading and studying and meditating on thinking on all the time mm. it really did get down to my bones mm. and so because of that yes i wouldn't have like the separate reading so you know if i'm doing a lesson through acts and then you know there's a devotion or a reading plan that i have that Mm -hmm. has me reading something else yeah sometimes i just i wouldn't or it would be or in the past what i've found was i would always try to carve out a day a time during Mm -hmm. the day to read and then i always forget in the middle of the day because there's a million things going on i just forget and so i try to do it in the mornings and i remember like in college this is what i would do i would as soon as i would wake up in the morning I would say that's when I would read, mm. and I was pretty good at it. But then I would realize there would be many days where I would fall asleep while reading, yeah. and then wake up and not realize what had just happened. Yeah, yeah. And so it's just I've have tried different things,
0: but well, you know what? Let me let me just interject here and say I think all of that counts. Okay, <laughs> I think you should you should be easier on yourself because I I I think that reading for the purpose. Of, of others for uh, for the purpose of of helping others mm. and preparing a lesson i think that counts as bible reading i i take your point that if reading and studying the bible ends up just having a kind of instrumental value for you right then that's not good mm-hmm. like you said if if you yourself are getting stuff out of that and are mm. finding yourself convicted you know, while you're preparing these things, I think that's great. I think that counts. <laughs> and I also think that, you know, having a daily habit that is not done perfectly also counts. Mm. You know, I th- I think that, you know, it's if you read and you don't understand, but you're keeping at it, mm-hmm. if you read and you fall asleep, if you read and you forgot the last five verses, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We're just a blur. I think all of that counts. Yeah. You know, I think Sure there can be more quality to it, but I think having that, you know, discipline is better than nothing. Right. And I think it's a good foundation to build on. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, I I think you should have some grace for yourself <laughs> on,
1: on all of those things. Kind of going back to maybe the basic mm. idea that we had said about this little series we're trying to do on spiritual disciplines. Yeah. It's, it's like people that go to the gym. A lot of the times, it's not like, I, okay, there are people that really love going to the gym and working out, right? <laughs> but even for them, I know there has to be moments or days where they just don't want to go. Yeah. But because they've made it a discipline where they do this, they still go. And then after they they go, they're like, "I was so I'm so glad that I did go today, even though I initially didn't want to do it." Yeah. So there's something just there of being disciplined and teaching yourself to do things, even when it's difficult or challenging. I think that's great.
0: Yeah, and I don't think that it's it's magical that just because you read a chapter a day or whatever it is, mm-hmm. read a, whatever the discipline that you have, that automatically you're going to you know, magically become sanctified through that. But I do feel like if you have a mustard seed of of faith and you commit yourself because you understand that I want to have this love for the Word, I want to be able to understand, Mm -hmm. I want to have more of a heart for what God is trying to teach me, then I think that gets honored. Yeah. Even if, you know, Things blow right past you, even if you know you fall asleep in the middle of it. Right. Even if you know it's done imperfectly, mm-hmm. I think God honors that that little bit of faith that you bring yeah. to
1: it. And even for parents, it's something where, in the busyness of a morning or at busyness at night, wherever it might be, and maybe you don't want to read at that moment. The kids are being loud, or it's there's so many so much going on but what could happen though is you read and your parent and your kids see you read. Mm-hmm. And that is instructive mm-hmm. on its own. Yeah. Right? Because you were disciplined in reading your Bible, your kids get to see you read yeah. and then they learn, oh, this is something that you do, but they also know this is important to mom or dad mm-hmm. and they can create opportunities just because of that. I know even for myself there when I was working out of college at this nonprofit and I got there super early usually before anyone else would get there mm-hmm. and I would go to my office and I would I would do quiet time by myself mm-hmm. and just door would be open just read my bible mm-hmm. and part of it is because once the day began I knew people could, could be in and out or, you know I could be disturbed and so I would do that and again it's not like each moment and every time I did this, there was some profound nugget that I got out, and I just was blown away by it. Sure. It was just again like a spiritual discipline. And one day I was doing it, and it just so happened that we, that this nonprofit, they did these little like certificate classes for people in that area. Sometimes it was you know high school dropouts or people just looking for some skills that could get them hired for a job. Mm. Uh, so a lot of it was blue-collared stuff. And so just so happened they had some kind of training early in the morning. So there's the people there earlier than normal. Mm. And so there was a, a class that was walking by. Mm. And again, these are anywhere from high school age kids to you know lower 20s, mm. something like that. And most like, most of them just walk by and they usually don't say anything to me. Yeah. And on this particular day the last person that that was in this line that walked by happened to glance into my office mm. and see me mm. and they just stopped for some reason and were like hey what are you doing and you know even in that moment i could have just said just reading just reading or nothing and they were like all right and just walked by yeah. but i said oh just just reading reading the bible and then they came into my office mm. and you know for the next couple of minutes, I was just able to kind of talk to them wow. about God, yeah. talk to them about the Bible. And it again, that wouldn't have happened yeah. if I didn't have the discipline during that time to read early mm-hmm. in the morning once I got to work. Mm. So it's just these little things where, like you said, if you do them, God honors those moments, but he also presents opportunities too, I think, mm. where... It's something that it can be encouraging to yourself, Mm -hmm. but it can be encouraging to other people. It can be instructive to other people. Mm. We have a couple reminders for upcoming events and some new announcements as well. So February 17th, as you all may know already, will be the intensive class on trauma part two. But Children's Ministry will be having a movie night. Mm. So if you want to come out, we'll be there from 7 to 9 o'clock watching the Windfeather Saga. And then the next event will be February 25th, which is our child abuse prevention and safety training. Mm. And this is required for all volunteers and staff who work with children. So mark that on, on your calendars Our Or if you want to participate or be in the class, let me know as well. And then on March 11th will be a children's ministry event to Sky Zone. I think on the newsletter, I accidentally put March 10th. I meant March 11th, which is a Saturday. If you're interested in attending, just fill out the form that's on the newsletter or just contact me at mark at newcityva.org. And let me know, I'll be purchasing group tickets. So the cutoff for that is at the end of the month. So like February, I think February 24th. And then the last announcement is VBS. So VBS, we have a save a date, which will be July 24th Hmm. through the 28th. And so we're, we're working on this year's summer VBS. So if you're interested in it, just mark it on your calendar and we'll have more details to come.
0: You need lots of volunteers for that, don't you? Oh,
1: yeah. Well, the more volunteers, the better. So if you're interested in helping out in whatever capacity, last year, you know, we had people that helped out the whole week. We had some people that could only help out a couple days. Whatever it is, if you want to help out, let me know, mm-hmm. and we'll be forever grateful. SkyZone,
0: is that is that trampoline? It's trampoline park, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. It's fun. <laughs> There is a popular, I guess you could say nonfiction, self-improvement type writer named Gretchen Rubin. Hmm. She kind of came up with her own sort of taxonomy for different personality types of of people that hmm. pursue habits in different ways. And the way these these personalities break down is in terms of... Whether you meet or resist either inner expectations, expectations that you make with yourself, mm-hmm. or outer expectations, expectations that people have of you. Mm-hmm. So, depending on which you meet and which you resist, there's, she kind of has four different personality types. So, upholders are people who can do both they meet their own internal expectations Mm -hmm. and they also meet external expectations so they usually are really good at at just doing things meeting deadlines getting things done and forming good habits Mm -hmm. just because they have strong wills they can just do it Mm -hmm. right they actually don't have that much trouble doing that i would say dana is actually one of (laughs) these people she's amazing And then there's also people who are questioners, who have strong ability to meet inner expectations, Mm -hmm. but they tend to resist outer expectations. Mm -hmm. They're skeptical, they want to know the reasons why people want certain things from them, and they'll push back until they sort of turn those outer expectations into inner expectations. And then there are obligers, which is the largest group, Mm -hmm. which I consider myself a part of. These are people who have trouble with inner expectations, but they respond really well to outer expectations. Mm -hmm. So these are people that need accountability, that need deadlines, explicit deadlines set for them. They won't do things for themselves. So they might have a hard time like, you know, going on a diet or, you know, sticking to resolutions. Mm -hmm. But if someone holds them to it or someone expects Uh, them to do it, then they'll meet those.
1: So most people are are this.
0: Most people are obligers. And then probably the the smallest group are what she calls the rebels, which are people that resist both inner and outer expectations. (laughs) They don't want to commit to anything they cherish their freedom uh-huh. more than anything and anything that seems to demand too much of them there's a kind of inner resistance and rebellion to that That's and so she has it's you know her book is actually quite interesting and i think helpful yeah. i actually found it pretty helpful it is a self-help book and but you know i i actually found it pretty interesting and as an obliger uh-huh. I often find that I have a tough time reading the Bible or committing myself to, to these disciplines unless I make them obligations, right? So like you, I welcome doing things like teaching a class or preparing a sermon or even taking a class because if I have homework, I'll do the homework. Uh-huh. But and so especially if that homework involves reading the Bible, yeah, great. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. But if I have to do it for myself, you know, as like a daily sort of thing, yeah. then I will fall apart. Mm. And I won't I won't follow through on that. So I, I kind of you you know, you kinda of have to know yourself yeah. and figure out, you know, what sort of things work for you and you respond to personally. Mm. And I feel like a little bit of self-knowledge actually helps, you know, you structure your life in such a way to, to make yourself do some of the things that you find hard doing. Mm.
1: What's, really, what's really funny, I, I think Avery definitely is a, an obliger too. I was trying to think through which one I am. I'm not quite sure. Mm. You think maybe you're a questioner. Maybe between I don't I don't know. Yeah, there um, can be people between. <laughs> but the reason why I say that is because she'll always ask me to remind her mm. to do things. I'm like, I'm not gonna remember to mm. <laughs> tell you that. Like what makes you think I'm gonna remember? She's like, just do it. And most of the time I don't remember. <laughs> but I think even for her it's the thing of even telling me yeah. it helps her remember. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just figuring out like, you know, if you know you're not strongly motivated yourself, yeah, then, yeah, you have like a buddy system or have someone that will check in on you and yeah. remind you.
0: Yeah. I mean, one thing that I do is I, one of the ways that I make sure I read at least a chapter of the Bible a day
1: mm-hmm.
0: is I have devotion with my kids. Ah, uh, so you have to be ready. When we start the homeschooling day, uh-huh. we always start with devotion. Oh, uh, okay. We all sit down. I, you know, tell them to put away all their stuff, and they're not allowed to fiddle while 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 the while the reading of the Bible goes on. Mm. And I just read a chapter. Yeah. And they know it's. I wouldn't do it for myself, but if I knew that I that it's part of the day that I do with them, then I do oh, it. That's you know? great. Yeah. And I have a little audience, and you know,
1: so you're setting yourself up for success. Yeah. In
0: this in this regard, I'm right? I'm giving myself a little job to do. Yeah and it's because it's part of my job then mm. then I'll do it and and I the other thing I do I you know I attend the Saturday morning men's bible study mm. you yeah. know so mm. and then of course I I teach classes and all those other things so yeah. between all that stuff I sort of feel like I could be doing better yeah but we could <laughs> all we always could be doing better yeah. but I do feel like I I you know end up reflecting on parts of scripture
1: a lot yeah. because of that It's good. I know one of the things that would be helpful, and it's helped Avery a lot too, was just listening to like an audio Bible. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Because there'll be times where, again, like sitting down and like having to do that in the middle of the day might be hard. But, you know, there's so much dead time when you're driving. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're listening to this podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, There's, You know, there's so much downtime. And why not listen to the Bible? Yeah. And so she was. she's like, I've been going through the Bible after doing that. Because I told her, oh, why don't you do this while you're driving to work? Yeah. And so she says she's gotten so much further in like getting through the Bible yeah. than she has before. Because yeah. sometimes she'll just get stuck at parts or something will happen and it will kind of throw her routine off or schedule off. But this one is like every day she has to go to work. And so she listens to it. And mm. so... It is very routine, and there's nothing that, you know, no reason why I guess you couldn't do that. You just have to figure out what works for you. And again, it's just the more you're in God's Word, the more beneficial it is, right? It's not like it's going to be ever like harmful that you're reading the Bible too much. Unless you're reading it so much you're not doing anything else, not eating, not sleeping. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe. But I doubt there's anyone out there that's Mm. doing that. Mm. So it's just... Any time that you can have an opportunity to take in more, yeah,
0: the ESV Bible app mm-hmm. is great. Mm-hmm. I love that app. Not and they only... have
1: a new new reader. Yeah,
0: well, they <laughs> that's I was going. That's why I mentioned it because not only is it handy to have the Bible on your phone at all times, so mm-hmm. it's always available to you, but also they have readers and you can choose to have you can pick a voice. Yeah. And there one of the voices that I really
1: love is Christy Getty.
0: Yeah. She's got that Northern Irish melt.
1: Yeah. Oh, so good. <laughs> it makes so good. It makes just listening to the Bible that much more. Yeah. Easy, yeah. Yeah.
0: And so, yeah, pick a great voice and a good reader will will really make the will really make the the passages come alive and yeah. It's it makes it easy to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. And also the, the other thing about the about that app is that you can purchase complementary materials. Mm-hmm. One that I highly recommend that that I use all the time is the ESV study bible. Mm-hmm. And for me, while I did say that it's okay to read the Bible and not have to understand every single thing, mm-hmm. I often get frustrated if yeah. I'm stuck on a point that I'm really, that I'm really confused about. Mm-hmm. And actually what I, what I do is if there's something that, if I hit a snag and I'm like, I really, what was that all about? Mm-hmm. I have two options. One is if I have a lot of time huh. and I'm willing to go down a rabbit hole, then I'll go down that rabbit hole and, and the ESV study Bible app is great, mm-hmm. is a great companion for that. That's not, That doesn't happen that often, yeah. but... The other thing that I do is I make a note of it. I have a I have a note in my notes app mm-hmm. that's just like possible things to investigate further. Uh,
1: you know, yeah. so I'll
0: put down the reference. I'll put down like question mark, question mark, question mm-hmm. mark about it. Yeah. You know, make a note to myself, and that way it at least puts my mind at rest that maybe someday I'll come back to it. Mm-hmm. And actually, that's often where I'll check first if Pastor Paul asks me to do a sermon or because oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. like. Because if I'm going to do a sermon, then I then I want to research something that I've always, that, you know, is I've had an itch that needs to be scratched, you know? Mm. So, yeah. So, I kind of keep a running list of, like, things that I kind of want to do a little bit more research on mm-hmm. or ask someone about, you yeah. know? And that usually gives me enough, enough peace to keep on reading without having to, to obsess or dwell yeah. on it too much.
1: Oh, that's good. <laughs> I like that.
0: I don't know if many people know this, but if you have a Fairfax library card, Mm -hmm. then you have a free subscription to a video streaming service called Canopy, Mm K-A-N-O-P-Y, Canopy. And to get an account in it, I think all you really need is your library card Mm -hmm. number. And if there are questions about it, you can just look it up in the in the Fairfax Library website mm-hmm. or ask your librarian. They're they're more than happy to mm-hmm. step you through that process. <laughs> but Canopy is a really interesting video streaming site. There's kind of it kind of has two parts. Uh-huh. There's a main version that, you know, I'll be honest, it's not it wouldn't be the place if I wanted entertainment and I wanted to just you know, distract myself with something that's not the first place I would okay. go to. <laughs> but there's a you know, there's a lot of like I've never heard of this movie before uh-huh. on there. Yeah. But if you are a cinephile, uh-huh. if you are somebody that is really into movies and are maybe even a little bit snooty mm-hmm. about movies, they have some really interesting gems in their library they have a lot of old classics they have a lot of cult classics and like other streaming services it's not a static library they're always getting new movies and 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 rotating out you know other movies that they've lost the rights to or lost the leasing rights to but they tend to have a lot of things that are a little bit not mainstream on there but are revered by, you know, a certain cultural elite, Mm. okay? So, they have a ton of documentaries, they have a ton of foreign films, that sort of thing. And so, you know, sometimes I've found things on there that I wouldn't find at other places. And Uh, it's all ad-free, so you don't have to watch any ads in order to... It's just... With the library card, I think you get three or... I forget if it's three or five. Some limited number of movies that you can rent for free. And then... But the real gem, prepare yourself for this, the real gem is that they have a separate sort of channel called Canopy Kids. Ah. And this is a real boon to parents because it has a ton of kid-friendly movies, educational stuff, but they also have a ton of... I don't know if if you ever remember watching on video books that were transferred from Scholastic mm-hmm. to, to video. And sometimes these videos would just be showing you the pages of the book oh, with yeah, somebody yeah. reading it out loud. Yeah, 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 yeah. And sometimes they would be animated. Right. But they have a ton of... They have a whole library of those. Mm. And you can search for them by occasion, topic. And so if you... It's one of the places where a parent who's, like, particularly feels guilty about, like, screen time with kids mm-hmm. and stuff and yeah, and yeah. really feels like it all of it has to be educational. Yeah, yeah. This can be kind of a, a safe harbor for you. Yeah. Turn on <laughs> books. Exactly. Exactly. It's a little, yeah, there's a lot of, like, Reading Rainbow type stuff mm. on Canopy Kids. And so – and everything on there is safe for kids and, you know, and I think – there is no restrictions oh, for canopy kids. Oh, that's great. I think. I'm pretty sure about that. So yeah, if you just have a Fairfax library card, you know, you that's that's the world is your oyster now. Hmm. We pray our discussion was edifying to you, and we'd love to hear any feedback. Mark's email is mark at newcityva.org. Stephen Price provided the music, and you can find more of it at almadogma.bandcamp.com. That's a l m a d o g m a bandcamp.com. We're recording on equipment generously donated by Sonny Kim, and you can find out more about our church at newcityva.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time, watch those windows. When I do this and I have to edit this edit these long pauses, I'm always like shaking my head. I'm like, What is why can't you ever think of anything? <laughs> well it's better than just Yeah, I just think that especially oh yeah, that this is this is what I remember now.